What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Give Me 20. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Aaron Cini, and as with me always is the one, the only, the funniest vet on the internet, Internet Mel. Mel Felker, how are you? You got me blushing. I know you said that last time, but I wasn't prepared for it this time. That's, oh, man. It's, it's a, a good intro, intro, you know? Yeah. We've dropped just, the fake name, the bit's over. I like the new funniest vet on the internet. It just yeah. rolls right off the tongue. But we have to do disclaimer, not a vet yet. Always. Because... <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for the day that we get to drop the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. has that little asterisk by it. Not actually yeah. vet. <laughs> yes. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good day. We're in another time warp. So it's a uh, happy July, Aaron. Happy July on this uh, May 13th. We've never done this before. It's kind of weird. Like we're always like record, put it out. But you, of course, are off going to get one step closer to becoming a true vet. Uh, so we had to just stack a couple episodes to give the people what they want. Keep that content yeah. coming. Yeah. And so if we say anything that sounds out of time, that's why. That's, you just need to deal with it, Eric. <laughs> Eric, Eric specifically. <laughs> Let's be real. Somebody's going to call us out. We know who it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll call them out first. No problem. Yeah, that's right. How also, are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was going to say we have a 100% Eric rate on this show. <laughs> I don't think we've ever <laughs> not mentioned him. It's <laughs> true. We have to keep that up. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. You know, it's spring. Um, oh, wait. Sorry. It's July. <laughs> it's already, summer. <laughs> already ruining it. Uh, yeah. I mean, life's good. What about you? How's How are things? Oh, you know, just been doing my placement. Yeah. Placement's going. Future Mel. For, for been doing it for weeks now we're actually nearing the end so how far away from home are you traveling for this uh about five hours so okay yeah no and and like right now as this episode comes out i could be sitting by a lake so i really can't complain oh nice yeah all right yeah but uh what i can complain about aaron is uh something i experienced in may when i was getting ready to you know like you know you're going away for two months this shit you're gonna do a lot of like spring cleaning and stuff yeah so i uh was going through my closet and picked out some clothes that i don't wear anymore and i was like all right i'll bring this to like a secondhand store because we have like some that you can get some money back yeah if it's like good quality like branded stuff um so I grabbed like 11 items from my closet I put them in a reusable like Doc Martens like kind of a paper bag and I I took it to the store which is like across town so it's like a 15 minute drive okay so a little bit out of the way and I I get there um in our like in Ontario I don't know about Canada, but in Ontario, like we don't have to wear masks anymore. So it's pretty 50, 50. Sometimes I don't to be honest, but like this time I did, I go into the store, I got my clothes in my bag, I'm wearing my mask. And she says the, the girl that's working there as soon as I walk in is like, Oh, like we only take clothes in totes or like uh, plastic reusable bags or bins or laundry baskets <laughs> because of COVID. And I'm like, okay like do you have any here that I can just move these into like I just (laughs) and she's like no we don't have any here you'd have to go across the street and go to like the grocery store and buy one and I'm like 
all right. Like I'm all fine for COVID rules. Like I get it. Like I understand that, you know, we're still taking precautions, but it was really hard for me to swallow because this cheery girl, almost like to an artificial level. So it was already annoying just hearing her talk because she was way too smiley about this um, interaction. Like, girl, you're giving me like bad news and you're just all smiling about it. And the reason I could see her smile was because she wasn't wearing a mask. (laughs) And Like, you're telling me that the best way to protect people from COVID in this establishment is to use a plastic bag. But you can, like, (laughs) yeah, but you can, like, talk all you want. Like, you're probably spreading more COVID by telling me to get a new bag than my bag of clothes would be because like I said this bag that I'm using came from the same closet that the clothes did right so I just kind of accepted it and uh went across the street to buy a stupid reusable grocery bag I guess you can never have enough of them anyway right so I spend like two dollars and 81 cents on the bag (laughs) like I and it's so like you feel so stupid going to a, into a grocery store, waiting in line and buying a bag. Just buying a bag while you're holding a bag. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> nope, this is it. Thank you, sir. He's probably seen it all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if this grocery store is like in on it. With in cahoots. The, yeah. <laughs> That's how they make their money. Yeah. Like go to this one specifically. Cause if I worked at this store, I'm sure this happens a lot. Like by the way, she's talking, like just have some extra bags. Right. Like have a oh tote bag. Just dump it into. Come on. Yeah. I so think the only thing I, that could have made this story better is if you like spent, what'd you say? 238 on the bag. You go, all, yeah, you go all the way back over there. Uh, she goes to all your clothes and she's like, the best I can do is a buck 50. Yeah. So this is how I'm feeling, right? I buy this bag and it wasn't like some reusable bags have more of a plasticky coating. This one was more fabric. So I buy it. I'm like, if this fucking girl says, mm, this isn't what I meant, I... I will stand there and I will say respectfully, ma'am. I know that this protocol is above your head, but you are not even wearing a mask and this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I would have, I would have tried to stay calm about it, but I, I'm a pretty like upfront person. I don't think I would have said nothing if she tried to turn me away again, but luckily I got back. She accepted it. I, I needed to wear a mask again because at this point I'm just freaking smirking. Like this is just the most ridiculous situation. Yeah. I've like I just cannot believe like she put me through this. Like how does she not see like the hypocrisy? So I end up yeah I do that. They tell me it's gonna be like 45 minutes, which also wasn't true. They went through my clothes in like 10 minutes because I only had 11 items. Like come yeah. on, and then. Uh, I get to a whopping $10.80 for four of the items. They send me back with everything else. And I, so what I profit like eight bucks off of this and a new bag. Honestly, the bag's probably going to help me more than the eight bucks would. <laughs> you can go buy four more bags. <laughs> uh, three more bags. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was that. I just, I was, I tweeted about it immediately because I just, I, I couldn't. I really couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. That's, the things uh, that can um, 
shock us and even somewhat offend us is hysterical. Yeah. Um, I was recent. Well, not recently because it's July, of course. Um, a couple Happy July. Back, Happy July. Aaron. <laughs> I was on a podcast and when they're like, you know, tell us who you are and where you're from. And like, that's always for the audience. I understand. And usually when I'm on a podcast, people do know me like they've reached out to Twitter or whatever. Um, and this person was like, oh, give me 20. I've never heard of it. <laughs> And I don't know if I've ever felt more like a diva in my entire life. I was like, excuse me? You, were you bring like me on this show and you've never heard of Give Me 20? <laughs> uh, like, where you been? Where you yeah, been? like, and this person, like, is in our circle, like, uh, in terms of Twitter, right? Like, interacts with a lot of same people, a lot of crossovers. So I feel like we do a good job of promoting our brand. I feel like yeah. most people know about this show. Yeah, it's not like we're quiet about it. Like, if anything, like, we sometimes I feel like we talk about it too much. Right. <laughs> like, we've never been on another show where we haven't kind of, like, gone off about how much we love this show and everything. So, yeah, that was my first time. I was like, oh, you need to calm down. Like, what? <laughs> it's okay that somebody hasn't heard of your podcast. You're like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? What do you mean you've never heard of Give Me 20? Oh, well, by this point, I mean in the time warp this would be a spoiler but by this point we've got merch so if uh that's right they, if they still don't know about us like Come people on. are gonna be walking down the street i'm gonna be handing these shirts out to everybody like i'm just gonna buy a bunch of them and it's just gonna be marketing I i'm hoping by the, the time the this episode releases i have my merch in hand that'd be nice <sighs> you may <laughs> may <laughs> okay. yeah because we're gonna do yeah we I, we, we did, did the 20, we did. 20 day release so right on after may, may 20 day which i have yes. to say mel that was a hundred percent your idea and it's one of the most brilliant things i've ever heard and i'm gonna celebrate give may 20 every year yeah now we've got an anniversary because it's like it's like if this show was a relationship like we were like dating for a long time like for yeah. 14 episodes since what jan <laughs> right. january 2021 like we were just like filling it out and then uh, we finally decided to commit yeah on uh give may 20 day so and it. it's easy to remember so like oh, it's yeah. good to have an anniversary date that's easy to remember right you can never forget give may 20 when you sent that like i think i dropped my phone from laughing so hard <laughs> I was like that is brilliant it's so good honestly if it makes us laugh care like I think we've always felt that way about this show from the beginning. Like if no one listens, it, it's like an excuse for us to hang out and like, really talk is. about the things we love and things that make us laugh. So yeah. Yeah. We're our own biggest fans. Sorry, we Eric. Really are. <laughs> <laughs> no one loves us more than us. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, but like that... in a cool way, right? Right. Like, yeah. Not cool. in like a pretentious yeah. way, like in a fun way. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you've never heard of our show, then like, step aside right that's how we feel <laughs> yeah uh speaking of things that make me laugh and in things that we enjoy one of the things i mean you obviously have in common is um kind of funny and uh nick scarpino was a huge inspiration for you doing stand-up and me wanting to get back into stand-up and um i finally sat down and watched waiting for the punchline last night his documentary about getting into stand-up and it was so good yeah, I'm glad you finally watched it because I, I mentioned it on, on an early episode of the show. But like 
that is like I watched that documentary and immediately started writing jokes after like that was the push for me to get into stand-up so it um, had the exact same I'm surprised it me. took you so long I know it had the same effect on me where I was I wrote like three or four jokes last night um, what I was surprised by was how much the documentary uh, puts emphasis on failure and struggle like mm-hmm. the documentary scares you a little bit about stand-up too um, like knowing that you need to go up there and bomb every once in a while and all that kind of stuff. But also like, I had not really thought about the flow of a set. I think about the flow of a joke um, when I write, but not necessarily how one joke kind of leads into the next and him and Jeff Ramsey, like walking through, you know, if I take this joke out, it might hurt the set in this way. I I found that piece fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be interested to watch it again now that I've, written 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 a proper set and and done it because like maybe that's somewhere I could improve is because when I did my transitions like my set clearly had three different chunks and I kind of just like used transition words to move into the next one like there wasn't any like clear relation so I think it's really cool when it's like I mean it I think it's still flow naturally like like it's not like it was abrupt but like if you can have a more organic flow where like the themes are similar like that's cool yeah absolutely agree um yeah I don't know it was such an interesting and fascinating look at what stand-up life is like I have a lot more like I've always respected Nick but I have a lot more respect for him knowing that like he does everything he does with kind of funny and how much he's going out there for stand-up like that dude is never Mm -hmm. home Mm-hmm. yeah and he, I think like he was and he's been like hosting more and like yeah. when they were doing the boat cruises I think he was one of the main guys running that like yeah he's a he's a hustler yeah really cool to see um after that I jumped on YouTube to watch um the stand-up from all the like fun house people and kind of funny and uh they show brief clips of it in the documentary um but you can watch the whole stand-up set on YouTube and oh, cool. God, Elise Williams is so funny. Like, I know <laughs> I would love her to go into stand up and do more of it. Yeah, She's... she kind of does like the awkward style, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, big Mel vibes. Big Mel vibes for sure. Oh, I love that. But it also like makes it makes me like a little self conscious like when you see someone doing what you want to do and you're like oh like can I do that like she's so good (laughs) but you are too like that's why I said Mel vibes I didn't say Mel had a lease vibes you should think about that oh true true I mean maybe we can once we're done campaigning for Greg we could (laughs) we could at least me 20 give me a lease Give me Elise. That just sounds like you want to kidnap Elise. Well, that's what Eric did for his campaign. It was give me Eric. <laughs> give me Eric. Yeah. Greg me yeah. 20 is great. We got to get him on. I also yeah. now like have a newfound determination to actually get Nick on the show. Um, yeah. I would I love to talk to him about stand up and the documentary and just putting himself out there. I think it's really cool. Well, we'll see how Greg Me 20 goes, but maybe he'll need an extra push. Maybe we can get Nick first. Who knows? I don't know. I think it'd be cool to have like a lot of the guys like when we were doing Bo Burnham, we thought it'd be cool to get Tim on because he loves Bo Burnham. But like they're all so busy. So who knows? But was there anything else you wanted to say about the documentary or I have a question I could pose? I like your question. Let's go there. Okay. If you haven't seen the documentary, go see it. That's the last thing. Yes. 
Absolutely. And it's on rooster teeth. So. Yep. And you can get a seven day free trial. Yeah. So check that out. So I, uh, I had a dentist appointment the other day and it reminded me of an appointment I had about a year ago where like my hygienist, like who's to say, cause he was wearing like a face shield and a mask and everything. So like he could have been like really unattractive, but like the, the way I like processed how this guy looked like underneath all like the face stuff was that he was like a really attractive young guy so when I was in my dentist appointment this time I was thinking about that again and now that I've got a bit of a comedy brain I came up with the question where are the worst places to meet attractive people because I would argue that the dentist is absolutely one of them like when I was getting top five yeah like when I was I had this appointment like my mouth like all open like there's no way to look cute when you're at the dentist (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's like and also they're all up in your mouth like if you didn't brush well that day like they know yeah it feels like they already know like some of your dirtiest secrets they're like yeah yeah she doesn't floss (laughs) yeah so so do you have a place in mind like obviously a doctor is another one because yeah that's like you could be in compromising positions but like aside from medical like maybe some like stores would be awkward depending on what you're buying hmm yeah it would be a really uncomfortable if you had like a bunch of personal items and then you thought the cashier was cute yeah um, yeah, you're, yeah but yeah I feel like it's always around medical stuff like yeah but Oh, you, you, meet, just... you meet somebody at a wedding, but the cute person is like the bride or the groom. <laughs> <laughs> and you just can't control yourself. <laughs> He's like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, it's like after, like it's, or even before, I don't know. In in this universe, like you don't realize that they're the bride or the groom. Like maybe she got changed after and you like <laughs> don't recognize her because you're from the groom's side. Right, exactly. And, and, <laughs> And you're like flirting with her at the bar. Yeah. Uh, you guys like really hit it off. <laughs> it's like at the reception. Yeah. It's like, oh, what are you doing after this? And like, like, she just thinks you're asking like, do you have plans? And she's like, oh yeah, we're going to go back to the hotel and then leave for our honeymoon. And he's like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. God, I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even by asking that question, like, what are you doing after this? Like, in that situation, she wouldn't think he was hitting on her because she would be That's like, true. "Like, oh, you're, you're at my wedding." Honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of safe. So I guess moral of that story is, if you're at a wedding, like, shoot your shot. Like, yeah. you never know. <laughs> you never know. Because <laughs> she um, could turn back and say, "What are you doing after this?" Right? You never know. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I can't really think of anything um yeah I don't know Definitely do you have any dentist. other ideas outside of like medical I think I think dentist is number one even above doctor honestly I just think because at least like with a doctor even if they have to see you in some compromising positions at least you can still speak normally and you're not like drooling yeah I mean there's situations where you may be but, but for the m- most part in my experience um <laughs> oh an attorney's office like if you know either if you're like in a divorce attorney you have to like oh. give all that stuff oh that's a good one that's yeah. a good one because then it's like it's like well I'm single now <laughs> like but they know all your like baggage 
with my last 10 seconds, uh, I want to tell you about a tweet that I almost sent and you can tell me if it was appropriate or not. Okay. Uh, Ethan Brandon did like this whole, who's your Twitter family. And me and Hugo were married in that scenario. And Hugo said, because I voted for free guy, he was going to divorce me. I thought about retweeting it and saying two divorces in one year. Oof. <laughs> funny or terrible. I mean, it's your divorce. I think it's funny. If you said that about someone else, then I would They're say terrible. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But awesome. Caesar, Caesar would say something like that about you. That's true. Yeah. And that does it for another episode of Give Me 20. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, until next time, keep it funny. <laughs>